Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Wendy's Big Show, served up hot and fresh, live from the Gene Wagner Plumbing Studios. For all your plumbing needs, check them out, GeneWagnerPlumbing.com. Gary Ellerson, the former Packer and Badger running back with us, as well as Leroy Butler, inventor of the Lambo Leap, Pro Football Hall of Fame finalist, Packer Hall of Famer, uh, here with us. Gary was right about uh, 12 of those picks, (laughs) which I don't understand. I I know he got all these unnamed sources like Baldy does, but I don't know. Speaking of Baldy, uh, on the line now is the Radio.com Sports NFL Insider, Brian Baldinger. Insider calls are brought to you by the Dell Technology Small Business Podference Podcast Series, launching May 1st on Radio.com. Brian, thanks a lot for coming on, man. Appreciate it. Well, it's my pleasure, guys. Good to be with you today, man. Thank you. Explain to me why the Packers took Jordan Love, please. (laughs) You wanted to ask that out the gate, Steve. Insurance, expensive insurance. Development, uh, there's no great reason. Um, you know, I, I know his, his coach at Utah State, who's now at Texas Tech, Matt Wells, and he thought the ideal spot for Matt to go, uh, for Matt to Jordan to go to, would have been a team with a veteran quarterback where he, he could redshirt for a year or maybe two and learn the system. And then maybe his, his golden arm, he's got a great arm. Uh, maybe his game could transition to the NFL. I mean, there are plays when you watch it, even this year in a down year, but certainly the year before in 2018 when he put up much better numbers. I mean, there's plays where you could say that looks like Patrick Mahomes. Now, I'm not in any way saying that he can play at the level of Patrick Mahomes, but there are plays that make you think, you know, beyond the X's and O's, being chased to his left, good vision down the field, and an arm to get the ball 50 yards, into a post system. You, you see those kind of plays. It, it's there. But it's not what I would have done if I was one of the Green Bay Packers. Exactly. I think that's the problem that most people have, Brian, with this, is that you're one game away from the Super Bowl. You got truck run over by San Fran twice. Philadelphia did it to you as well. Uh, and then you 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 take the quarterback. And I don't have a problem with Jordan Love. I mean, I, I think he does have potential. No, so no. That that's that's beside the point. Uh, but if you look at San Fran, what they did in draft, it seems like they went and plugged up some holes that they needed. Even if you look at the Minnesota Vikings, right? They lost two corners. They went and got a corner. They they lost a receiver. They went and got a receiver. It, it just felt like in this draft, we just didn't address any needs that we need to win now while we still have Rodgers. You mean like wide receiver and defensive line? 
Yeah. Okay, sure. Thank, thank, thank you. Thank you, Brian. Sure. <laughs> go, yeah, go ahead, buddy. 35 receivers get drafted. Yes. And none by the Green Bay Packers. And there wasn't a talent scout personnel person that looked at this draft and didn't say this is the deepest that we have seen, um, that we might have ever seen. Now, we don't know how many are going to be Pro Bowl players or Hall of Fame players and that, but it was, it was stock. And it's clear after watching last year's uh, you know, Green Bay Packers offense, that there's one receiver that Aaron Rodgers trusts, and that's Devontae, and rightfully so. If it's third down, if it's fourth and four against the Bears in week 15, and it's eight degrees outside, he's going to Devontae. You need to play in a just a, you know, a, a NFC championship game to try to get in the game, you know, let him go beat Richard Sherman and stack him and go get 65 yards. I mean, they've got one guy that he trusts. Why not? And, and look, I, nothing against Alan Lazard or, or you know, Marquez Valdez-Scantling or any of these guys, but it's clear he doesn't trust them. And so I, I thought this was a great draft to go get some of that help, and I would thought there was a good draft to go in a draft that was deep in defensive tackles. There was a lot of good defensive tackles in this draft to go bulk up inside so that you can't get steamrolled by the 49ers. Yeah, I was looking at, for me, it was, I wanted them to get uh, Kenneth Murray. Uh, I think he went 20, 23rd, but he wasn't even on the radar. I mean, they were really in the first round just trying to, to get uh, Jordan Love. I think for the most part, though, you know, middle linebacker, and as we talk defensive back, what I thought, you know, but but I try to tell these guys, Brian, like when I meet, you know, fans out, that, that these teams don't think like, like, you and I think, or somebody, the fan, they don't think like that. It's a process to go through. But one of the statements that uh, uh, Gutekunst made was he didn't see if it was a a player at that moment that was impactful enough for them to get him, other than Jordan Love. And he he don't he's not, he doesn't buy into this one player away from getting to the Super Bowl. One guy that can help you. Well, I agree with that. I agree that no team is one one player away, but if you're talking about Kenneth Murray at Oklahoma, I mean, no team plays, you know, a dime defense more than the Packers. Um, oh. That's why Blake Martinez made all those tackles. He never came off the field. They, they literally played dime package, and you had to run him out of it to put another linebacker on the field. Yeah. Kenneth Murray, who was taken and the Chargers, traded back into the first round to go get him. He was, to me, the premier middle linebacker in the draft. Now, Patrick Queen and Jordan you know, uh, you know, there was other guys there, but I thought that Kenneth Murray stepped onto the campus in Norman, Oklahoma, and you know became the quarterback of that defense as an 18-year-old freshman, and he never relinquished it. He started every game. I, I thought he was an elite player. He was on everybody's board. Um, and look, I mean, the Chargers traded back to get him, uh, which was in front of the Packers. But you know, yeah. obviously, they, they they figured like Christian Kirksey and free agency covers that. That position for him right now. You see, that's the thing about health-wise. You know, Kurtz has been hurt. Funches has been hurt. The kid they got from Minnesota, the linebacker, you know, he missed five games with a knee. It just seemed like the health of bringing in pack, you know, bringing in players, just seemed like it didn't fit. Do you think that's for the most part, Brian? Some coaches always says, "I can fix this guy if he didn't work somewhere else. I can fix him." Well, <laughs> there, there is that mentality, yes. But, I mean, injured players are injured players, you know? I mean, players that miss games and miss time, 
it doesn't just go away. And Devin Funches, I mean, they paid him a lot of money in free agency in Indianapolis. He couldn't get on the field. They don't like his attitude. I mean, maybe he makes the team, maybe he doesn't make the team, but he's not going to swing the wide receiver shift right now. For him. He's not going to do it. Um, I, if I had a shot at Kenneth Murray, if I was the Philadelphia Eagles, if I was, you know, one of these teams, I, man, I would have taken that kid. I'd put the green dot on his helmet, made him the quarterback of my defense day one, and you got a grown man. For a decade. One, believe it or not. A grown man that goes and runs your defense, because that's what he did at Oklahoma, and that's what kind of kid he is. Brian, I think if we, then if we get past the, the draft selection of the Green Bay Packers and start really diving into it, it feels like, though, though, there may be a change in offensive philosophy. Look at the big back, A.J. Dillon, out of Boston College. Look at the three linemen that, that they took. It, it, and then you look at the tight end out of Cincinnati. Yep. It, it feels like those days of pushing the ball down the field may be gone, though. I agree with you. I think we started it last year. Mercedes Lewis is such a good blocker. But, I mean, they were in a lot of three tight end packages last year with Tanya and, and Sternberger. And, um, and, and Mercedes is back. He's as good a blocking tight end. I mean, I'm not going to say he's George Kittle, but he's very good. Uh, he can seal the edge for you. Um, but I agree with you. I, I, it looks like it's a run first team. That's how they want to do things. And it's a play action okay. pass off it. And that's kind of what you're looking at. And I agree that 13 personnel and three receivers and all the things that we have seen with Aaron Rodgers, it doesn't look like that's going to be a feature pack. Now that's, that's good if it's, if you can stay on schedule and if you're picking up five yards on first down and Aaron Jones is off the chart good last year and AJ Dillon is that kind of back. But if you're, third and 13 if you're 39 i mean you're not in three tight ends or two tight ends so you still better have guys that can win one-on-ones in this league because if you don't then you can't put them on the field because that's what you're going to get that, that's Absolutely. what number going to do to you but if you're not winning one-on-ones Aaron Rodgers ain't throwing it to you number one and number two you can't get on the field in this league i mean there's just no place for you on the line right now, Radio.com, Sports NFL Insider Brian Baldinger joining us on the Wendy's Big Show. Insider callers are brought to you by the Dell Technology Small Business Podference Podcast Series, launching May 1st on Radio.com. Uh, Brian, it's been widely known how Aaron Rodgers, what he had to go through when Brett Favre was there, you know, a while ago. How should Aaron Rodgers handle this? In your opinion, we don't know, just, just your opinion. How should he handle the situation with uh, the new quarterback and the head coach and the GM, um, how does he maneuver that? Because it's still his team, obviously. Well, Aaron Rodgers doesn't know. He doesn't owe any backup. He doesn't owe any player the idea that he's going to, sh- you know, that he's going to help groom him. I mean, that's just ridiculous. Aaron Rodgers is there to take this team to a Super Bowl. The idea that he's going to spend time with Jordan Love and help him out. I mean, I, I never believed really in challenging elite quarterbacks with. With picks, even like you could take, it was different with Aaron Rodgers. I think you know taking you know taking the position in 2005 with, with Brett Favre. I mean, Brett Favre was starting to show um, some wear and tear at that point. He held them off for a while, um, but Brett wasn't out there trying to play nice with Aaron Rodgers. We know no. that there was a real friction right there. Anybody that was on that team knew it was. And Aaron Rodgers waited for his opportunity. He got a chance against. I think on a Monday night against Dallas really showed something. Um, it did take him long. But I just think Aaron Rodgers has to go about his business. Of, and even the idea that 
you're going to give any rips, reps to Jordan Love. Aaron Rodgers needs to do everything he needs, especially with this kind of offseason, to get himself ready to play this year at the highest level possible. So if he needs every rep in practice, give him every rep in practice. If he wants preseason reps, give him preseason reps. To me, it is about Aaron Rodgers trying to get him to play at the best level that he can in the second year of the system. And if he wants to call checks at the line of scrimmage on fourth down against the Bears, let him call the checks. Let him, <laughs> let him see the game the way he sees it. Uh, that's, that's what I would do. I love right. you, man. Hey, so I want to ask you to real quick though about these three offensive linemen: Runyon, yep. Um, yep. Um, Hanson, and uh, is yep. it Stepanek? What, what do you? How do you feel about those guys? I don't know if you had a chance to look at them. One, Indiana, Michigan, and another uh, guy went to Oregon. What are, you, what are your thoughts? I'm actually going to go see John Runyon uh, right now. I'm working out at Lane Johnson's house, and so uh, John was right around the corner, and uh, he's training over there right now. Look, he played. He played the last two years at Michigan at left tackle. Because nobody else wanted to play left tackle and go up against Chase Young. <laughs> oh, wow. So, so he took it. But he's really a guard. I mean, he, he's got, he's, he can play tackle if he wants to. But, I, you know, I think right now that, to me, that looks like there's an open guard spot, you know, in Green Bay's offensive line. Um, you know, I, I'd let him go compete there. Um, they brought in Ricky Wagner to play right tackle. But, uh, I mean, John Runyon is a tough guy. Uh but if you wanted him to go compete at left guard, you'll go compete at left guard. I think he's got a chance. Uh, you know, Hanson was a center in Oregon. But, you know, if you're playing center, you've got to be able to play center and guard. Um, I think Corey Lindsay is still playing at a really high level. So maybe right. it's a depth position right there. But I'd say, you know, open up some competition at left guard right now. It looks like it's whether it's Elton Jenkins or, you know, John Runyon. But, you know, may the best man win. There he is. He is Brian Baldinger joining us here on the Wendy's Big Show, live from the GeneWagnerPlumbing.com studios. Hey, man, thanks so much for coming on, and I'm sure we'll talk again as we get into the season. Thanks, okay, everybody. My, my pleasure, guys. Take care now. Yep, you All back. right, buddy. Get a good workout in. There he is, Brian Baldinger on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline. Is there a passion now growing your home? A Great Midwest Bank home renovation loan may give you the space it deserves. Visit GreatMidwestBank.com today. Simply local lending since 1935. And don't forget, all our insider calls are brought to you by the Dell Technology Small Business Podference Podcast Series, launching May 1st on Radio.com. So, Gary, you started laughing at Baldinger uh, as far as how he would go about this with Rodgers. Right. What What did you make of it? Do you think Lafleur is going to go about it that way? Hmm. No. We're we're seeing a change in the guard. Well, I don't know if change in the guard, but we're seeing a changing in offensive philosophy as Aaron Rodgers knows it. And I think there's a lot that goes into this. Aaron Rodgers is a guy that likes to push the ball down the field. Aaron Rodgers is a guy that likes to call his own checks and reads. Aaron Rodgers likes to pick out his one receiver that he throws to. This offense is more of a progression offense. It's more of a play-action pass offense. It's more of a left-to-right, you know, middle or right, you know, middle-left offense, meaning that you read your progressions. And so you take what the what the defense gives you, not trying to stick it or force it into anything. So, yeah, it's going to be – I mean, they're, they're basically the Green Bay Packers to me in this draft basically double down on what they did last year as far as what they want this offense to look like. Now, I don't know if Packer fans like this or not, but that's where we're going here. I mean, we're, we're going to a phase, and, 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 and Baldy just talked about, we're going to a phase where it's about run the football, 
play action pass. Right. But the quarterback has to buy into it. Right. And let me let me tell you this. This remind I tell you this real quick. This remind can I talk or do you want to come back? I tell you what it reminds me of. We, we, we just wait. We'll, we'll come back at, at the top okay, of the hour here and you can get right. in. Uh and right. I got a tweet to read you, and I'm gonna read you my response to said tweeter, Dave, okay. uh, who's tweeting at us about what a topic is we should be doing um, okay. concerning this draft, which I found laughable. But I will talk about that coming up next. Wendy's Big Show served up hot and fresh. Your chance to get in your reaction to the draft over the weekend. 414-799-1250. 414-799-1250. Tweet us at 1057fmthefan.com. And by all means, if there is something positive that you people have out in this draft, we would love to hear from it. Obviously, if it's negative, we understand most are negative at this point. Uh, but dial it up now if you want to. Or tweet us at 1057fmthefan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.